the undefeated season is uh, out of the books. It's out of the question now, unfortunately. A 5-0 and start has been soiled by a regulation loss to Columbus. Ugh, man. I was really thinking that Darn. they could do it. They could go all the way. Darn. But this is just another year where the season's over in October. Kane's Country just about. Podcast. I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, you didn't. You didn't. Because no, okay. you were talking right when I was no, talking. No, so. so, oh, sorry. That's on me. That's on no, me. It's okay. Right, it's okay. Right. You, no, you can go. You can go. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's thank. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, Kane's Country Podcast, back and better than ever. Um, so, yeah, 5 1 0. I'm Brett Finger. I'm joined by Justin Leap. Hello, Justin. Hello. I waited for the cue instead of interrupting you this time. No, no. I, you didn't interrupt me. I interrupted you when you were saying. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Uh, we'll, you know, it's, it's early in the season. You know, sometimes chemistry is a problem in, in the ah. new seasons. You know, got to take some time, even though we uh, have done this many times and nothing's really changed about it. But we'll, um, you know, sometimes that happens. Anyway, let's talk about the Hurricanes who are 5 1 0 to start the season. My goodness. My goodness. Wow. All that hockey is being played, and they they started five and zero, which was quite the something. Uh, if we're if we're rewinding here, the first three games they were trailing the third period in each and every one of them, and in each and every one of them they came back to win in overtime or shootout, and then they had the audacity to just win two games without having to come back or go to extra time to figure it out, and then they lost the game. So. That 5-0 start, a franchise record dating back to all the Hartford days and such. So that's pretty incredible. Uh, Justin, are the Hurricanes really going to go 81-1? and It's possible. New, is that the new goal? <laughs> it should be their goal. Um, no, but I think uh, they, they, they came out to a hot start. I've, you've seen teams all around the NHL that have started, started hot and fizzled out. Case in point, the Buffalo Sabres last year. but The Hurricanes um, started out hot last year, and they were really bad. were really bad, yes. And then they but, were really uh, good again. Yeah, but this, this, I think the early impressions of this roster is kind of what we thought. They're a very balanced, even team. Very um, fast. With a little extra punch on offense now that they, they have two additions. Uh, they really fair. have three additions because... Oh, yeah, fair. fair. Um, well... On offense, well, well, there really are three, and then there's a fourth actually, and the fourth addition offensively would be this new Dougie Hamilton, which is addition by subtraction because Falk's gone, and all of a sudden Hamilton's leading the team in ice time, and he's amazing. I think as he should be, either him or Jacob Slavin, of course, but um, yeah, I mean the the time he's getting on the power play, I think just the confidence and him shooting i mean he's just taking shots really and he has a great shot um especially from the point so Mm -hmm. yeah i mean sometimes you just throw it at the net and it finds its way in but i mean he's he's lasering shots in so um really like this start out of him for sure yeah and speaking of actual new guys eric holla has scored five goals in six games to start the year we're recording this on tuesday the canes play in los angeles tonight at uh midnight it seems like 
Um, they'll play at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning, and then we'll f wake up and figure out what the final score of that game was. But, um, yeah, we're recording this on Tuesday, so we'll go up on Wednesday. Um, the game should be over by the time this goes up. Holla. Anyway, Holla, five goals. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of was, uh, feels a little bit like deja vu, a little reminiscent of a Michael Furland start, more or less. Who? I don't remember him. I yeah, don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah, not the guy that that one person said. Didn't that one person say they wouldn't eat if they didn't yes. sign him? Or um, something? Yeah. yeah, that's a bit of a sadder note from last week. Yeah. yeah. something we're not going to talk about. Yeah, because, let's move um, on. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, but... Uh, yeah, off to a really hot start. And everything for him seems to be just him hovering around the net. He's he's put in a lot of rebound goals. Um, you know, I, I, I think he's he's just been great. His his presence is felt and honestly, I think you saw the upside of him in Minnesota and then in Vegas, you know, things kinda went haywire in a second season there, but the first season looked good. The injury, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean and but I feel like if he continues to this pace, he's just playing himself off the team, more or less. But I guess it's to cross that bridge pricing when it comes himself to out. It. Yeah, basically. So, um, yeah, I, I really can't complain, though. I mean, especially in the kind of offensive absence of Sebastian Ajo, I think, you know, Hall is kind of filling that void, at least temporarily. Yeah. Um, and, and this offense just overall is extremely balanced. And... Even Martin Natchez, I think, you know, really we've good. had plenty of conversations about him. I think the thing that you just can't teach that easily translate is his speed. And his yeah. speed, he's a really great skater. Um, and it just seems like he also has a, a nose for the net as well. And um, I think more goals will start to, to come. You know, he got the one tip in, but... I think even Brindamore kind of criticized that and was like, oh, he just turned his body. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that you're, you're going to see him find the back of the net a little bit more down the next few games. Yeah. Um, Hollow's been great. He's been a beneficiary of how great that power play unit has been, led by Dougie Hamilton. Um, they started the year what? Like, they were 5 of 15, I think the power play was. And all those goals came from that unit, except, and Natus's power play goal came when he was still on the ice from the first unit, and he was the only player from that unit still on the ice with the Hamilton unit, and he got a deflection goal. That's how good that unit is. It just gets put anybody on the ice, and they'll get a goal. But, um, yeah, Howla and Dezingle. Um, Dezingle also has five points. He has two goals. He scored twice in that Florida game. That was 17 to nothing after the first period, and they almost blew. Um, but he has five points. Uh, that, that power play has been great. Uh, I think they both have a even strength goal. How am I have two even strength goals? Um, but yeah, those two have been have been very good, and that's been the third line, them and Martin Natchez, which is just that that's a fun line to watch. They're just they're so fast, they're so um, offensively, you know, gifted. They're they tend to not be in their own end very often, which is good. Uh, Natchez has been driving plays pretty well with Hala uh, as the center. So that's been good to see. Um, on on the blue line, you have the additions of Gardner and Edmondson. Um, obviously, we're talking about two very different defensemen in Gardner and Edmondson with the way that they play. 
Um, but let's start with Gardner. Uh, it's it's kind of been a slower start for Gardner. He missed the second half of training camp, and the power play unit he's on hasn't been giving you know as much look of a look as they will be as they move forward because the Hamilton unit's been so good. Uh, but thoughts on Jake Gardner? I mean, he's he's been pretty solid. He's been pretty solid. Um, yeah, I mean, we kind of know what he can do as an offensive defenseman and stuff. But I, I think like his his reads have been good defensively. I think that uh, he seems to have a stick in the right place at the right time. I mean, I, I think I think there's a lot to be gained by him on this team. And as for Edmondson, his physicality was apparent, especially in the uh, Islanders game. I really liked his his performance there, and uh, he laid a big he, hit on Barzell. At one yeah, point. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that he's like twice his size, but it was still mm-hmm. nice to see. For sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, from a physicality standpoint, I, I think you know one of the concerns, especially when Forsland brought it up, was uh, you know who's going to have that physical edge. And with Justin Falk off the team, you know Justin Falk could lay a hit every now and then, but he, you know it wasn't kind of the body that Edmondson is. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I really like the fit and, you know, kind of <laughs> bodes well for some of those. doesn't bode well for some of those fringe names we mentioned in our preview episode. And, uh, yeah. yeah, like uh, Aiden Flurry. There's really only one name that we're referencing when we <laughs> say that. <laughs> fringe name. <laughs> it's just really one. We yeah. know exactly who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> shall not be named. He's almost scored a few times, Aiden Flurry has. I remember... I don't know if it was on opening night or games two or three or whatever. He had a great chance and his stick broke. And it was just like, yeah, he's never scoring. So that's that. Um, but yeah, I've liked Gardner and Edmondson. So kind of going and staying on the blue line, Dougie Hamilton. So in his first five games, he had seven points, which tied a Hurricanes Whalers franchise record for most points through five games by a defenseman. That record or franchise record had not been matched since 1985 so or i'm sorry 1984 so it, it had been 35 years since that record was matched and dougie hamilton did it so through four games i'm sorry through six games he has four goals four assists eight points just a very casual start for a defenseman averaging 23 14 on ice um let me tell you, that's a lot of minutes, um, especially compared to what he got last year, because he got less than 20 a game last year. It might even out over the year, but he he's probably going to stay well north of 22 minutes a night. Um, so how much of this do you think is about Dougie Hamilton just being better than last year? And how much is it about, obviously, the elephant in the room, Justin Falk being gone? Well, I think it starts with uh, Dougie's off-season regimen of going to museums. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he educated himself well yeah. on the game, and, yeah. and that's why he's off to a hot start. Very good. Um, no, but I think <laughs> I think it's just him being more comfortable with Rod Brindamore's system, I believe. Um, I don't think it really directly correlates to Justin Falk leaving. Yes, that takes away some uh, power play time and kind of gives it to Dougie, and of course. So that's, time. He's been killing yeah. penalties too. Yeah, yeah, as, as well. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, it's just a hot hand or just – I mean, he's he's stacked with line mates, especially on the power play as well. So Well, he's running um, the power play. I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's yeah. running that show for sure. Yeah, and, and 
that's what they need from him. They need a quarterback, a power play quarterback. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and and I think I think this hot start will actually continue. I I really do think that we're gonna oh, talk. Wow. I really do think we're gonna talk about his name at least. Maybe <laughs> it's just like a hot take, but also a. Uh, a mild one as well. I I think I think we see him top ten in Norris voting this year. Wow. I think, um, especially if he continues on this pace, he could work his way into that top three. So well, I mean, if he finishes the year with a hundred points, then I think he's. <laughs> it's hard not sure. to give it to him, right? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, if he scores forty goals, that'd be. Great. But yeah, no. I mean, he's looking great. I think, and honestly, the the four goals in six games is impressive. But I think his his passing, especially that one play to Tara Vinen, I mean, it was beautiful oh yeah so, that rush against the islanders yeah, yeah that was beautiful so pass. impressive that was such a good play great read i mean it's skating on that play as well i mean yeah. yeah so um yeah the more dougie the better and obviously big character guy in the room as well or it seems like even despite the the negative narratives that he may have come in with they but love uh they love yeah he's a great guy so um yeah all for it and and really excited to see where he goes over this next stretch of games. Yeah, I mean, bringing it back to Falk, I mean, that's a that's a big hole that Falk leaves. And after a year of, uh, he said after the Islander game that about like the hot start he was having, he he said that he's just wanted an opportunity, and he's finally getting the opportunity. So he's trying to make the most of it. And I remember during. It's after one of the training camp practices. He was asked about uh, if Sarah Sivian, the athletic, uh, asked the question. She said, or she asked him, "Does does Justin Falk leaving kind of open up a spot for you? And does that does that something that you know gives you an opportunity? Is something that you're mindful of?" And he said, "Yeah." So I think it all kind of correlates, and and Justin being gone is a pretty huge deal for Hamilton because instead of, you know, Falk being incorrectly placed into a power play quarterback role, Hamilton's given the opportunity to be that guy. So obviously the time on ice is a big deal. And also just the confidence from the coaching staff that's being put into Hamilton is a big deal as well. So it appears to continue to be, I mean, last year we saw in the second half, this is going to be a really good fit this year. We're, seeing it even more so so they have a really special defenseman dougie hamilton they have a lot of special defensemen right now um so now that we're done talking about hamilton and all the good stuff sebastian aho man what's he doing why why doesn't why he here's my thing he's he's plotting to be traded to montreal <laughs> Yep. And he's what it's all about. He's tanking his game. One goal, one empty net Possible. goal through six games. Uh, but seriously, I, I looked on Natural Stat Trick today. Um, he is crushing it in every aspect of the game, um, mm-hmm. every statistical category except for points. So I think we've seen this from Aho. Obviously, the first two years of his career, they didn't. They they he got off to slow starts and. Last year, he got off to that ridiculous, what, he had, what, 12 points, 12 point, twelve game point streak to start the year, which was a franchise record, or something like that. Um, now we're kind of seeing back to where he was snake-bitten. Uh, level of concern about Sebastian Ajo? Is there um, 
I think there's a slight reason to be. Um, I think right now, obviously, it's less apparent with how the offense has been with the step up of Dougie Hamilton on the back end. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, especially the new additions or three additions um, gelling well. Um, yeah, I think I think there's some cause for concern. I think if you get out of this road trip and he's still not really generating much, then, yeah, yeah you, you, you do have cause for concern. But, um, yeah, I say you give him a stretch to the end of this week. I mean, some – I mean, you know, the, the L.A. game that, as of the, you guys hearing this, will already be done. Um, Ajo's going to – he could get a hat trick tonight, and we could be wasting our time, our time exactly. talking about this. Exactly. No, I, I think I think he'll take advantage of it at some point in the next three games. I think you're going to see a yeah a five-on-five five five goal from Sebastian Ajo, wow. I think. I think. That's bold prediction. Bold statement. It might be. I don't know. It actually, shouldn't. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be. I shouldn't be mocking that. It, yeah, it, that would it actually be wonderful if yeah. that could happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I, I think, I think it will continue to go. I think the fact that he was line mates with Brock McGinn through two first two games. Oh, let's not talk about that. Yeah. Let that. That probably has at least a somewhat of a negative effect. But Teravinen's, you know, found the back of the net. He has some assists. So, um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of cause for concern, but I think if he goes out of this week having not scored, then then yeah, you might want to sound the alarms a little bit more. Yeah, I think he needs to get a road trip. Um, you know, he's going to the West Coast. Let's Jonathan Quick lets in 15 goals a game. Um, hopefully that game in L.A. can be good for him. San Jose got off to a rough start, but they're starting to – pick it up a little bit and then Anaheim John Gibson got off to or has been getting off to an excellent start so we'll see um but if you're looking for goalies who could you know help Ajo get out of this funk I think LA and San Jose are good places to look which just by coincidentally uh those are the next two places they're playing so if you can have a good road trip I'm not really worried about it but you know the, and it, it ultimately comes down to how many points are you producing. It doesn't matter. So, especially when you're Sebastian Ajo and you're getting paid eight and a half million dollars, and you know you're relied on for all that. So yeah, I, and there's yeah, we'll there's see. a reason he's ranked top in the top fifty of almost every ranking of just NHL players. Yeah, and I, I think it's just yeah. If after this if after this road trip he's not one of those top fifty. Then yeah, you like might want to sound like, the alarm a little bit more. If if the road trip ends in Columbus and he has one point in ten games, that would be a problem. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, also, Nino Niederreiter. I mean, that guy cannot buy a goal right now. Yeah, it's it's hitting, honestly hitting amazing. post after post and just like, like ugh, uh, just whiffs and yeah. The Islander game was wild. It. The, Every shift he had in the second and third period of that game, he had five scoring chances, and he did not score. It was, it's painful to watch. And I mean, if Nino scores two or three goals, which isn't outrageous by any means given the chances he's gotten, then you're looking at Ajo with, you know, like three or four, three assists, and it's, he has five points in six games, and none of this matters. So, it's it's all about you know, getting it to come together and. Hopefully that will happen here soon. Uh, something that has come together is really <laughs> this whole backup goalie situation has been interesting. There's, there's 
there's Ned, there's Forsberg, there's Reimer. Then Forsberg had a great camp in preseason. They got sent down. People were like, why did Forsberg get sent down? And Ned didn't really get a chance because there's so many people in the way. And James Reimer has a 9.33 save percentage in three starts this year. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think anyone did. Um, but that game in Florida, I mean, that was one of the best goaltending performances I think I've seen in the past few years. Yeah. Um, I mean, just obviously in they terms of shot volume. Game. Yeah, in terms of shot volume, and then the fact that they pretty much just went completely off the pedal. Yeah. In the back two periods. Yeah. And uh, in Florida, I mean, their offense is is you know can compete in the top yeah. half of the league at least for sure and and yeah i mean he just stood on his head all night so yeah um yeah it's, it it really seems to have worked itself out it seems like you know the canes couldn't get goaltending for the past few years and then they got a good you know one two punch last year and now it seems like they have the same case again this year i think a lot of people were concerned hey why didn't they re-sign McElhaney? Um, especially after his performance last year, but they found a, a replacement in James Reimer, and I don't know, he, he's definitely playing himself in consideration of seeing at least thirty games. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah if you, if you can get a nine thirty three, you know the the numbers will come down a little bit, but if you can get nine ten out of James Reimer, you're going to be all right for sure. Um, so again, the trip starts tonight and uh, or well, Tuesday night. Started last night if you're listening to the podcast today it came out and it continues tonight in San Jose if you're again listening on Wednesday. Um, L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, Revenge Tour, and Columbus is how this trip looks. Um, expectations. Give me a prediction of the road trip. Um, hmm. I think I think three and one is reasonable. Okay. I think three and one is reasonable. Four and zero would be obviously outstanding. Um, I think two and two, no reason to sound the alarms. But if you go one and three, it's like, uh oh, all right, yeah, figure some things out, and you're gonna get an unhappy rod for sure. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, I think. Uh, well, obviously, this could be an old takes exposed, but I think they win in L.A. tonight. Um, on a back to back against San Jose, eh, maybe that's your one loss of the trip. Anaheim's played well. Um, you know, I think we kind of expected them to be in the bottom half, and they still might be that, but, they, you know, they've played a decent. John Gibson has games. been carrying that train. Yeah. Been yeah. That train, yeah. And as for Columbus, I think Rod's going to have them prepared. I think they get, they get a few days off in between, so yeah. um, I, I think the, the Columbus game could be a W for sure. So I I'll say I'll say three and one I'll say three and one so that that's an eight and two start in your first ten games that's not bad at all that's <laughs> that's bad. pretty great I mean even two and two I wouldn't be upset you know they could start seven and three that's still a great first ten games yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say two one and one is what I expect I think they'll win in L A uh, and I think they'll get their one and one in San Jose and Anaheim and then they'll win in Columbus so there's that. Uh, all right, predictions. Four-game road trip. How many points does Sebastian Ajo get? Four-game road trip. I say three, a goal, and two assists. Wow, okay. I I think he'll get four, and I think he'll get two and two. Okay, all right. Yeah. Still, but so at the end, that would be six points in ten games for you. 
And that would be, That'd be five. Oh yeah, five. Five. Yeah, one. And that would be what four in four ten, 10 games. Wow. That's yeah. still still overpaid. Overrated. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh boy. Okay. So uh before we get the hell out of here, let's talk about the NHL, shall we? Uh, how how close attention have you been paying to the rest of the league, Justin? I've been paying attention, and there's definitely some weird storylines out there. Uh, I think first and foremost is the Edmonton Oilers. Five the Oilers. And, five the and Oilers. one, just like the Hurricanes to start this season. To see the power rankings and to see, all right, you saw Boston up there, you see Vegas, then you see the Canes, and you're like, Okay, well, you know, this team's better. Good and then you team. see Edmonton within yeah. the top five of some power ranks. That's insane. Yeah, it is insane. And I think it's also wrong because I don't think Edmonton's that good. And I don't think Buffalo's that good either. Yeah, really hot start for Edmonton. Um, James Neal, the real deal. <laughs> okay. James yes. Neal. Yes. What He's eclipsed his goal total from – no, he eclipsed Milan Lucic's goal total from last year. How many goals did James Neal score last year? I forget. I, I think we should look that up on the fly. But anyways, I'll I talk in the meantime. Up on the fly. I'll, I'll talk in the meantime. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, he's obviously fit in well. He yep, had a okay. four goal. So, <laughs> I have it. Oh, there we go. Um, Sorry. He, Good stall. Good stall. Uh, <laughs> he had, last season, he scored seven goals in 63 games. This year, he has eight goals in six games. Okay, so he did outscore. Yes. Okay, and I think, yeah, he also outscored Milan Lucci's goal total from last year as well. Well, I mean, anyone can do that. I mean, anyone can. Yeah, yeah. I could I could do that. It's possible. It's possible, Brett. Live, your dreams are <laughs> don't achievable. Hold, don't got hold me to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> that's the Bill Peters effect, everybody. It's yep. weird how Jeff Skinner leaves him and he scores 45 goals and then neil leaves him and he scores eight and six games yeah weird how all this stuff happens and it yeah it's weird too because i mean obviously neil's performance in pittsburgh was you know kind of a dealing of either malkin or crosby depending on how he's slotted and then he gets slotted with monahan and gaudreau for a little bit last year and this just didn't work out well that's because elias lindholm took that spot and ran with it Yep. And yeah. he Bill Bill loves him some Elias Lindholm. Yeah, so yeah. But uh yeah, Connor McDavid. Oh man. Pretty good. What a what a player. What a player. He's on pace for like what is it, hundred and sixty something points? Is I mean that, well, honestly, yeah, well yeah, he's on pace for hundred and sixty four. honestly, is that even like if you saw hundred and sixty four Connor McDavid, would it even surprise you? <laughs> It's high. It's, it's a fair high, question. Especially, I, well, especially yeah, in the modern NHL. But it's pretty high. Honestly, all right, here I go. I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. Here we go. What are you doing? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, he hits 120 this year. Okay. What do you think? That's, a, that's not crazy. That's not, not like crazy? unthinkable to me. Do you know what's unthinkable, though, Brett? What? The fact that the Dallas Stars are one five and one, especially I thought you were going to say that the Dolphins are what the, zero and seven, zero and eight. No, that's that's thinkable. That's, <laughs> that's believable. Thinkable. That's believable. <laughs> no, Dallas. What in the world? I mean, a team that worked its way into the playoffs last year, 
got Joe Pavelski, I guess Corey Perry, even though you have a big gripe against Corey Perry. Oh, my God, it's Corey Perry. Um, Just get out of here with Corey Perry. Obviously still has the one-two punch of Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn and Ben Bishop and Ned. I mean, you'd think it would be a recipe for success. They get a crazy comeback win against the Washington Capitals, and still they're 1-5-1. and Pretty scary. I think we both had them in the playoffs as well. We both did have them in the playoffs. So, so they better turn this shit around right now. Again, again, it could be a classic case. I mean, the Blues, again, they're the big story last year because they were dead last come Christmas, right? So yeah. um, anything can happen. And But, yeah, some cause for concern in the Lone Star State. So Yes, and Colorado undefeated. Wow. I, I think this was a little bit more expected. Yeah, yes? I, 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 my pick was for them to go... Yeah, I picked them to go to the Stanley Cup final. So, oh, I'm you glad, did. I'm glad that they're backing me. I didn't up. know that. Yes, I did. I did. Oh, do I, that. I had a terrible one. I had a terrible. One. I already know it's not. It's going to be super wrong. What did you know mine? It was Tampa versus Nashville. Oh my gosh, that I don't can know. still work out. Uh, it's not going to work out. But yeah, Tampa needs to. What in the world? I mean, they, they, get to, they you just get think together, man. you would think they would be the five and one team, but man, yeah, they got a, they got some stuff to figure out. They, I mean, the fact they had two shots against the Hurricanes. I was just about to say, period. I don't know how we haven't mentioned that. And yeah, I was at that game covering it, and I was like, I was what like, I was on? like looking at the sheet, and I was like, when was the last time they had a shot on goal? <laughs> I was like, somebody <laughs> please tell me when was the last time they had a shot on goal? This is impossible. They didn't get a yeah. shot on goal in the second period. And they got two in the third and none in overtime. And they even blew a three one lead. Even attempts, weren't the attempts really low as well? Yeah, like, yeah they was, did nothing. Yeah. Wow. Stamkos was not happy about that one. Yeah, no. But uh yeah. Um Colorado, I think, yeah, I expect them to be top half of the Western Conference for sure. Um that offense is something. I'm very high Nate, on them. Yeah. Nate they're, McKinnon. They're Nate McKinnon. Just what a wonderful player. What a guy. Miko Ranton and just doesn't even show up to training camp, just shows up and is scoring all yep. the goals. Yep. So, um, yeah, they're going to be a really tough team to beat. I think there's a little bit more um, on the back end that could be fixed. But, yeah. yeah, other than that, great team. Great team. Yes. Um, I think we're a great team, Justin. You and I. Thanks, man. Just podcasting Thanks. and such. Um, speaking of podcasts, I think we're done with ours for this week. Is that correct? I think that sounds right. Okay. I think that sounds right, too. Okay. Um, Kane's Entry Podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll be back in your ears next week, and we'll talk about how Sebastian Ajo didn't get any points on the road trip, and they went 0-4. Um, <laughs> follow Kane's Country on Twitter, at Kane's Country. Follow them on – or follow us, not them. We are them. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at Kane's Country Picks, P-I-X. Uh, Justin, Twitter. Uh, Brett, it is at Lucky Leap. <laughs> and you can also, don't forget to like us on Facebook as well. Oh, uh, yeah, like the Facebook page. Uh, follow the podcast on Spotify. Uh, you can hear us on Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We're not yes. just iTunes and uh, Google Play. iTunes, we're at, we're at we're all, all the over places the place. where you get you can get your podcast. So go to all the places and support us, and that would be wonderful. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Brett underscore finger. Goodbye. Talk to you next week.